I'm TJ. And I'm Will. And this is... Zero Quarters. Zero Quarters. And today we have a good show for you because a lot of things are going on, like LeBron James versus Dwayne Wade tonight. You've got college football conference championships coming up, deciding who will be in the playoffs. Teams trying to show themselves out, and then you've got the NFL coming close to NFL playoffs. Teams trying to get out of the hunt. Well, a lot of exciting things, but first... Well, I want to ask you a question. Yes? Do you know what Formula One FIA World Championship is? Nah. That would be uh, th- that uh, it's car racing, right? Yes, auto car racing. Well, a legend retired. Oh, but let me say that it is the highest class of single-seat audio ra- auto racing that is sanctioned by the Federal Federation of International Day I Automobile. And yesterday, apparently a legend retired tired at age 31 after winning nine of the big races. His name is Nico Rosberg, and he announced his retirement one less than a week after being crowned world championship in Abu Dhabi. Now, not a lot of people know that, so I thought I'd spread the word out there. But this guy, according to information I have on him, is a pretty cool guy. I mean, have you ever heard of auto racing? I didn't hear of it until today. I've actually heard of Formula One racing, and I've been uh, told that, uh, and I've seen a little bit of it, and it's very fast, but also very dangerous at the same time. Yes, that's so I've heard. It's very crazy, I've heard. And it's easy to, if you're not careful, then you can say goodbye-bye to your life. Lord, have mercy. All right, coming up now, we just thought we'd get that. Let's do what we usually do, talk about Garden Web Sports. We're going to try to keep our show under 28 minutes today. So, starting with Garden Web Men's Basketball, this Saturday, they take on VMI. Now, Garden Web, they dominated Coker the other day. Yes, they did. Um, Division three school, but now we got they got to get back into the tough ranks. And you look at this team who they'll take on VMI, who's having an okay year. I'm gonna give you some stats. The biggest scorer, David Effiani, freshman, has done very well this year. He's averaging 16 points per game. A guy who was expected to come off the bench is now working his way up to being the sixth man. I mean. He's taken the place Tyrell should have probably had. but And then you've got Q, LaQuincy, Redeu, who is averaging 12 points a game, and Tyrell with 13. It's, what have you seen from this men's basketball so far? Um, uh, from what I've seen in this men's basketball team so far, um, uh, is that uh, they're eager to uh, score because when I watched uh, the Coger game, uh, every time they got the ball, they just rushed down the court, uh, just trying to score. Uh, score and not saying that's a bad thing but i just think uh, that uh, they should uh, just pace themselves and uh, take their time yes they have a shot clock and they have the game clock but uh, i just think uh, that rushing down uh, the court and just trying to score early may not uh, be the best idea even though they were able to beat coker by about 50 points well yes but a question people are asking here is is Tyrell Nelson not – with Tyrell Nelson, he was projected to have a big season, and he's not living up to those expectations. What's going on with Tyrell? Um, I'm not 100% certain, but I'd say don't give up on him just yet. I'd say the season is still pretty early. We still have plenty of basketball to go. I mean, this is only seven, eight games, maybe six. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, very early. Tyrell could still have a good season, Uh I'm going to have a little bit more faith in him. Oh, I have faith in him. It's just people are starting to doubt him, which makes me angry. I mean, look, we've only been in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games out of the 32 
college basketball games we have. And you just can't. Tyrell, I, I'm friends with Tyrell. I know him personally. Yes, you start out sluggish, but this man is a monster on the court. I'd be scared to face him. You just, <laughs> you just can't, you can't give up on a, our big guy like that. And they will play VMI. Now, we don't usually talk about women's sports for some reason, but women's basketball has intrigued me. We've got a lot of great players who have come up, including Evelyn, who has been a big scorer who, when people didn't think she was going to come through this year. And now you look at their stats here, which I have right here. You've got Alexis Hill, senior, coming in here. You've got Tierra Huntsman, the senior three-point shooter, marksman. And then you have different players. You know, we lost a lot of players last year. I, I know you weren't here last year, but I'm going to – we had Candace Parker and a bunch of other girls that started last year that did so well, broke records here. And th this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. And, yes, the ladies may be 3-3, three and three, but, hey, that's – we didn't think they would win a game coming in this year. So – Will, what is, have you seen the women play at all this year, like I have? I have seen them play in uh, one live game, actually two games in person. The one against Montreat and the one against uh, Converse. Yes. And uh, when I saw the game against Converse, uh, they seemed to be having a struggle uh, making the free throws and the layups. And those are crucial parts because yes. uh, putting points up on the board is uh, crucial. Of course, you need to have more points in order to beat your opponent. But uh, I'd say after uh, the coach talked to them, I'd say that they're able to get the job done. Yes. And they got a tough schedule coming up. They're going to four straight away games. And here's who they are playing. Monday, Virginia Tech. Saturday, Central Florida. Monday, Western Carolina should be a decent game. But then they take on the tough Furman team, who women team looks really good this year for Furman. But then we come home and play Southern Westlane, and then as January year starts, we get into conference play, which if you do well in the conference play and go into the tournament high, you could get in the women's tournament. So, yeah, what do you think we have a chance? What, with this tough schedule, What do you think the women can pull out a winning record with this tough schedule these next five games? Well, I'll have to say, before I came here, I have been following the Gardner-Webb women's basketball, even though I wasn't here. Um, but uh, I've noticed that they've been doing uh, well, that they almost made it to the conference championship last year. Yes. But I believe that they could make it all the way uh, this year and potentially make it to, to uh, the start of the women's uh, championship for March Madness. Yes, and it's going to be very exciting to see what they do. So hurrying up, we've got college basketball season since we're talking about it. So many good games. I mean, previously was the ACC versus the Big Ten Challenge. ACC won 8 to five. Now, UNC lost to Indiana. Indiana coming off a loss to Fort Wayne. I mean, you're seeing all these teams getting upset, including UConn men getting upset by Eastern. Sorry, North Northeastern. Northeastern. I'm sorry. It's um, all right. Um, UNC upsetting by Indiana, which people thought UNC was going to win. Duke losing to Kansas. And so far, the only strong team I've seen so far is Kentucky and Baylor coming in. Baylor coming up and upsetting teams. Uh, Will, what is your take so far on this college basketball season? Oh, boy. Well, I have to say, this college basketball season has already exceeded a lot of my expectations because already right out of the bat, we're seeing upsets left and right. And uh, we are only seven to eight games into the season uh, but uh, I have a feeling we're going to be in for a lot more surprises, and uh, 
I think we're going to be in for quite uh, the ride uh, on the road to the championship. Yes, and it's going to be very exciting to see what this college basketball season brings us. We see true talent on teams. Now we're going to go to our college basketball pick. Saturday, a few good games, actually, looking at it. Um, we're going to start with number 11, UCLA, 8-0. Take it on the number one team in the nation, Kentucky, 7-0. Will, your pick. All right, uh... All right, uh, here's the funny thing real quickly. Go ahead, man. All right, so uh, I when we went over, when we were planning the show, I told you that uh, I had a, there was a baseball coach at my first school who's a Red Sox fan. Yes. Well, it turns out he's also a big UCLA basketball fan. <laughs> oh, I remember the story. <laughs> All right, and uh, I like UCLA, but I think as long as Kentucky is under John Calipari's rule, I think they're going to have a tough time with this. So, Coach Wood, I'm very sorry, but I'm going with Kentucky. Five true freshmen on this Kentucky team that never seem to fail. I mean, it doesn't seem how young Kentucky is. They always come in and do well dominating. I mean, that's how well coached they are by Calipari. And I'm going to take Kentucky and what will start out great in the first half, but then Kentucky blows away UCLA, sadly. Coming up next, number 25, West Virginia, only losing one game this year. Coming up surprising, people will take on number six, Virginia, 7-0, who almost lost to Ohio State in a nail-biter the other day. So, Will, your pick. All right, so uh, Virginia, I guess you could say got lucky uh, when they almost lost to Ohio State. But you can almost guarantee that they're going to try to not let this happen again. Uh, And uh, I have faith in them. Uh, Their coach is very smart. I've seen their work before. I'm going to pick Virginia, but I think it'll be a close one. Ooh, I, I agree with you on that one. Virginia has looked strong. I mean, Ohio State was the only game they slipped on. But you have to admit, Ohio State does have a decent basketball team. But, yes, I'm going with Virginia. I think they take West Virginia out, but not by too many points. Coming up next, a top ten matchup. Number seven, Xavier, on the move. Undefeated this year takes on undefeated, upsetting teams. Baylor, number nine, your pick will. Well, uh, I've seen uh, both of these teams uh, in action live before, actually, and both of them are uh, very uh, good uh, teams. Xavier, I consider to be an underrated team. I think uh, they're not given as much credit as most other teams, Um, and I think they'll put up a good fight against Baylor, but I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. I'm going to go with the Bears on this one, too. You're right. Xavier is an underrated team, and when they start playing the tough teams, they're going to show people, hey, we're ready to play here. And they play, They beat Wisconsin the other day, I su- like two weeks ago. So, I mean, but people still underrate them. But sadly, I think Baylor, I'm like, I'm happy to see Baylor do well. Baylor will win. Next, number 21, Rhode Island, 5-2, and two, takes on a decent Providence team, 5-2. and two. Now, I chose this game. Why? Because these two always go head-to-head. And Providence has had decent basketball years these last five years. Will, your pick. Well, I remember watching Providence whenever they were in the Big East with UConn. And uh, every time uh, UConn and Providence played, it always ends up being a good game. Um, so I would say don't take Providence for granted. I think uh, they're a force to be reckoned with eventually. Um, but I'm going to go with Rhode Island on this one. Yes, I agree with you. I'm, I'm going to go with Providence, actually, in an upset. I, think, I like Providence. I like what I've seen from them this year. I don't want to give out on them yet. So Providence in the upset. Lastly... Number 8, Gonzaga, unbeaten, takes on a number 16, Arizona Wildcat team, who looks pretty decent this year. Will, your pick. All right, so this was about two years ago. I actually picked Gonzaga 
to win the whole thing. Uh, really? Yes, to go to the national championship and to win it. And they did, and they didn't go all the way. <laughs> but I have a feeling that uh, this will probably be different. I think they have enough potential to make it to the final four. Um, so I'm going to go with the, the Zags on this one. And I'm going to go with the Gonzagas as well. <laughs> um, I like Gonzaga. I like, I've, I've watched them t- in two games this year, and they really impressed me. You know, there were sometimes I wish, hey, why can't I fly and dunk like that? Go get Gonzaga in that one. Well, getting off this men's basketball, let's go to women's basketball. One topic real quick. Um, UConn women. Now, you're from Connecticut. Yes, I am. So you're used to hearing the heat about UConn women being so great. Yes. 80 game, 81 game, I'm sorry, they won the other day. 81 game win streak. Now, can they go undefeated this year? I'm going to give a couple teams I saw on their schedule. Number three, South Carolina later in the year. You've got Texas, who is looking good, Texas women. You've got Kansas women and Kentucky women. They're giving, they give UConn all these tough teams, but yet UConn says, woof, goes right by them and beats them. Can they go undefeated this year without players like Brianna Stewart in the in the NBAW? Um, well, one thing I've noticed about UConn women is that they're uh, that uh, they're good at producing stars quickly. But I also realize that's not just about the players; it's about uh, their coach, the one and only Gino Ariema. Because I've seen this guy in action before, and he is simply amazing. He pushes uh, the, those women very hard, and. Uh, I think, and he has more women's championships than any other coach in women's basketball history. Yes. But, but yeah, I think it's possible for UConn women to go undefeated again this year. And he could. If he wins this one and the next one, he could tie UCLA coach from years ago. John Wooden? Yes. John Wooden's record of 11 straight championships. Well, not 11 straight, but 11 championships. And... UConn women look so impressive. I mean, I'm not from Connecticut, I but I watching them, they always give them top five teams to play, like Baylor. They they went right through Baylor this year. Baylor was net ranked number two while they were ranked number three. I, I want to see them play South Carolina, but I hope they meet Notre Dame in the women's tournament because that because Notre Dame's number one right now, and I would love to see that game. Getting off the college basketball topic, blah, topic wow. <laughs> we're going to the NBA topic now. Earlier, when we started the show, we were talking about the LeBron James and Dwayne Wayne clash as the Cavs, who lost to the Clippers last night, take on the Bulls, who lost to the Lakers two days ago. Now, is this going to be an emotional game between these two, Will? Oh, I'd say so. Not only are these two divisional rivals, but you got two players who used to play together for a few years, um, and they know each other pretty well. Um, but I believe that uh, this is going to be a really intense uh, matchup, uh, without a doubt. This will definitely be an intense matchup. You got Kyrie versus Rajon Rondo. I love. I cannot wait to see that matchup. I saw it in preseason, but I bet it's better in regular season. And LeBron James last night didn't look like himself, so hopefully this game he will be. I can't wait to see that clash up. I've got the Cavs winning this game. Do you have the Cavs or Bulls? Um. I think it's safe to say that with, uh, out a doubt, as much as I like Dwayne Wade, I personally think LeBron James is, without a doubt, the greatest basketball player of the modern era. I think it's actually going to be uh, the Cavs, but in a very close one. Yes, I would agree with you. It will be a close one. And is there any true MVP that you've seen so far in the NBA? I mean, we've seen a lot of great players. Can we immediately crown someone MVP right now with it being too early? That's actually a tough one, to be honest, 
because I've been looking at most of these NBA players. I've been looking at Russell Westbrook. I've been looking at Anthony Davis, uh, <laughs> on uh, who's been doing very well, despite the Pelicans not doing uh, so well themselves either with a, not, with a bad record. And then you got, uh, of course, LeBron James, who's been averaging uh, how many triple-doubles per game? Um, he's had three so far this year. And there are definitely going to be more to come. Um, but I think uh, right now LeBron uh, should be like uh, at the number one spot right now. Well, let's not forget about Kevin Durant doing very well with the Warriors. you got Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs, Kyle Lowry. No, DeMar DeRozan, really, more than Kyle from the Raptors. And pretty safe to say Jimmy Butler from the Bulls. So you you can, I can't I don't think you can crown anybody just yet. I mean, first off, it's too early. Second and foremost, right. If I were to choose one right now, it would be Anthony Davis, fifty points in two games, forty averaging thirty points a game. Go Anthony Davis, even though you scored forty two on my Lakers. You're a great player. I love watching you play. Lord have mercy, that man can jump flat high. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Fear the unibrow. Yes, fear the unibrow. And a lot of injuries coming in here, especially with the Lakers. Losing Nick Young for three to four weeks. No Swaggy P. No D'Angelo Russell for another week. You've got other injuries like Shaquem Noah for the Knicks. Getting injured a lot lately. So are these injuries on these teams big for the big wheel? Well, considering that it wouldn't be that long, like three to four weeks, a week, two weeks, um, it's still very crucial because uh, you want to get take advantage of all these uh, games. Um, but I'd say as soon as uh, they come back, things will start to uh, rotate more better, because th- I'd say each team is like a machine, and you need all the pieces uh, in order to uh, work right. But I'd say once all the pieces are together, well, we got something. Yes. Now we will go to the NFL topic. Before we say anything, we want to give uh, prayers to the family of Jets, former Jets running back and ex-USC running back. Joe McKnight, who was shot in Louisiana last night after an uh, angry car car traffic debate, was shot in Louisiana and killed. So prayers go out to that family, and it's definitely a sad moment. They're still looking for a suspect. But from what police found, Joe McKnight did not have a gun, so he did not fire back or anything. So it looked like he was the victim of foul play. So, Will, you, you're a big Jets fan. Um, did you ever you've watched you said last night that you watched Joe McKnight a couple of times, but um what is your opinion on this? I mean, how sad will should the Jets be for this? I'd say this is quite a devastating uh, loss. Um uh, Joe McKnight probably wasn't the best uh, running back we've had. He was a good one without a doubt. Um but uh I when uh, you told me about this, I was actually a little torn up about it cuz I actually did like Joe McKnight a lot, uh, and uh, I just think it's uh, really devastating. And again, my thoughts and prayers go out to his uh, family. Definitely, and we feel... Imagine if you lost someone that you loved. It it would kill you, tour you, so you can't imagine how the mother or siblings of that man feels. So prayers do go out. Now, if we're going to try to get to the happy moments here. Um... Recently, last night, breaking news was after the Joe McKnight killing, 17 full-time officials will be hired by the NFL um, for training and everything. Do you think this is good, huge for the NFL to have, Will? Uh, more, more officials means uh, they'll be assigned more games, and yeah, it'll be all good. But having full-time, more training, you don't have part-time officials who just come into the game, do their part, and leave. I mean, 
you have time to train them, maybe you will have better calls, better refs. Do you, do you see it that way? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's possible. Um, uh, because uh, there will definitely still be some bad uh, calls, and people will still be mad. <laughs> of course. Trust, trust me, I know. I've been to my <laughs> share of Jets games. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I'd say that uh, I'd say the officials will be more. I guess you could say professional about this. Yes, well, yeah, they will be, and they're gonna have to be because there are a lot of teams that might have to go down, down, down. Let's start with the Panthers, Bengals, Eagles, and Packers' fate. Um, first off, the Panthers' fate. If they don't win the rest of the games, it's bye bye to them. If the Bengals don't, the Bengals are definitely in big trouble. Here. I mean, they get A.J. Green back for the last game of the season, but what good does that do you, really? Um, Eagles, starting out so well, now back in the hot seat. Do you fire your rookie coach? Is he mm. on the hot seat, or do you give him another year, another go? Well, considering that this is his first uh, year, I'd say maybe uh, give him one more year, and if he doesn't work uh, that out, then, uh, get rid- then I'd say get rid of him, because... Let me give another example. The Jets. We've had Todd Bowles for one year. We go 10-6. and six. And then the next year, we only have three wins. And it's, chances are he's going to go. Um, but I'd say that for the Eagles, give the coach another shot because they've been doing exceptionally well. Yes. Another coach on the hot seat I'd like to point out, Mike McCarthy from the Packers and Mike Tomlin from the Steelers. Do you see those two going after the season if the Steelers and Packers don't make it to the playoffs? Um, well, I like uh, Mike McCarthy and Mike Tomlin. They're both very smart uh, coaches. They know what to do to get the job done. Um, uh, I'd say Mike McCarthy will probably be safe. Mike Tomlin, mm, not so uh, sure. Well, you see, Mike, Mark, Mike McCarthy's had a Super Bowl with the Packers. Oops, sorry. Mike McCarthy's had a Super Bowl with the Packers. But they get close and they choke in the playoffs. And now if they miss the playoffs here, do you think the seat starts getting hot as fire? from him it's possible i think so. i think you keep mccarthy give him another shot one more year mike tomlin though you've had your chance you haven't been to a super bowl in a while i mean this team you're starting to see is fading players getting in trouble for drugs and everything you've got to if you don't change your act by the end of the season i'm afraid mike tomlin you're gone Dude, would you say the same thing for ravens coach john harbaugh is he on the hot seat well these are all uh, these are both teams that I mean, these are three teams, Packers, Ravens, and Steelers, that have won a Super Bowl recently. Um, uh, but, yeah, I'd say that the Ravens, uh, uh, John Harbaugh is in the hot seat uh, because uh, the Ra- all these teams that have been doing so well all of a sudden aren't doing so good uh, yes. anymore. And real quick, before we get to the NFL picks, because we're trying to get the show going, are the Cowboys the true Super Bowl contenders? Um, I say it's uh, still pretty early to find out, even though they have the best record and they have a really good uh, quarterback leading them, with along with Ezekiel Elliott right out of Ohio State. Uh, but uh, I say eventually, yeah, I'd say they are, do have a good shot at making the Super Bowl. Let me get my unbiased form out of me, my unbiased form on me. And I was listening to Stephen A. the other day, and I was upset because still this man doesn't believe we have a chance to go far, and. It's it's crazy. I think the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders, but I was watching them against the Vikings defense, and I, it scared me. What if we were to face Seattle's defense or the Patriots' defense? I mean, Vikings, they held us pretty tight last night. We can't allow that, and our defense cannot allow big blows like they gave the, the other night. So the Cowboys, yes, 
if they upgrade their defense a little bit. We're struggling in the defensive backfield. Real quick, now let's go to the NFL picks. Here are a few NFL games starting with the Chiefs, 8-3 versus the Falcons, both on the wild card right now. If the Chiefs win and the Raiders lose, the Chiefs get second seed. Your pick. Um, uh, I like uh, the Chiefs. I like uh, both teams, but I'm actually going to go with the the Falcons on this one because of Matt because of Matt Ryan. I believe he's actually on his way to possibly becoming uh, an elite NFL quarterback, and uh, I just uh, think the Falcons are on their way to possibly an uh, NFC title game. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I like their defense. I love what I've seen from the Falcons: Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, and Matt. Uh, sorry, Matt Ryan. And I, but I like the Chiefs defense. We've got Don Terry Poe and Barry helping you out in the backfield of the defense. From what I saw against the Broncos, I liked. So Chiefs win it. Lions versus Saints. Saints trying to get into the playoff hopes. Need a Falcons loss and a Panthers loss to look into the wild card with the Giants as well. Taking on the seven and four Lions. Your pick. All right. Well, after seeing the Lions uh, beat the Vikings barely on Thanksgiving Day. I was actually uh, very amazed by Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford's performance. And uh, their receivers are doing uh, very well as, as well. Um, but I'm going to say the Lions by a touchdown. I'm going to say the Lions by a touchdown, too. This will be a big show out. 28 points we're seeing on the board here, I think. Drew Brees has three touchdown passes but just comes up short. Lions and Matthew Stafford win it. Next, Texans 6-5 and five, take on the struggling Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Your pick, Will. Okay, like you said, Aaron Rodgers is struggling, and he's going to go up against a tough Houston Texans defense who are going to be fierce. They have Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt. Um, I'm going to go with the Texans on this one. I am going to go with the Packers in an upset. I think, yes, the Texans defense will help. will keep Roger out of it, but Brock Osweiler has not impressed me this year, averaging two interceptions per game, really, and... If the Texans' offense doesn't help out and give Lamar Miller more touches, get DeAndre Hopkins involved and Will Fuller, you're not going to go far against these Packers teams. So, Packers for the upset. Dolphins taking on the Ravens, both in the wild card. Ravens, third seed. Dolphins in the wild card. Who's your pick? All right. So, Ravens have been struggling. Some of their players are either aging or they've been injured. Um, and uh, the Dolphins, they've been taking uh, the NFL by surprise. Yes. Um, even though I'm a Jets fan, I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too. I mean, the Ravens' defense is pretty impressive, but the running game has struggled to get at least 50 yards recent games. Um, Joe Flacco doing okay, but you got to do more than okay. Dolphins in this one. Next, 6-5 and five Bills taking on the 9-2 and two Raiders. Your pick. All right, so uh, I've seen Rex Ryan coach uh, this team very well. In fact, he's been coaching like his job is on the line here. Uh, um, so you would expect that he'll be all fired up for this game because you're going up against a really tough uh, Raiders team. However, when you take a look at the Raiders, this is... Okay, so when uh, people say that there's not a team in the NFL that could compete against the Patriots, I'll have to uh, disagree with that because... Uh, I think the Raiders could actually put up a good fight against them. I agree. And I, think, and I think that this, they'll actually make a statement on this one. So I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one. A very good pick, Will. I think the Raiders will beat the Bills. Rex Ryan, I forgot to mention him on the hot seat list. But, yes, if he doesn't do well this season, he's out of here. Sorry, Rex. I do like you, though, man. I do. Um, Raiders. 
America's game of the week, Giants 8-3. Take on a struggling Steelers team, 6-5. and five. Your pick, Will. Um, Steelers are struggling as well because you got an aging Ben Roethlisberger going up against a still fairly young Eli Manning. Um, but I'm going to go with the, the fairly young Eli Manning and the Giants uh, on this one. Yes, I... <sighs> Excuse me. I agree with you. The Giants over to see. I I don't want to pick this game because I don't like either teams. But you got to be unbiased here. I think the Giants have a better team than the Steelers, unless Antonio Brown shows out more and Le'Veon Bell is a big help. Yes, the Steelers have a chance. But if the Steelers defense doesn't get better at stopping the wide receiving core of Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard, you're in trouble here. Giants. Next, Redskins versus Cardinals. Your pick will. All right, uh, I'm actually going to go with the Redskins, mainly because of Kirk Cousins. I consider him a, a bit of an underrated quarterback, and I think eventually he'll start to g- take the team places. Real quickly, I want to point out the Redskins in the red zone scored one out of four times they were in there. Cardinals in an upset here. All right. Panthers, last one. Panthers, 4-7, and seven, need a win here. Take on a Go to Seattle, the biggest, toughest place you can play this time of year. 7-3-1, and three and one, your pick. All right. Uh, ever since I came here to Gardner Webb, I sort of been uh, in a get, getting a soft spot uh, for the Panthers. But again, I have to be unbiased. Um, and I like Cam Newton. I think he, he's a good quarterback when it comes to rushing. But I'm going to go with Seattle because they're home. I'm going to. It's a Russell Wilson versus Cam Newton matchup. One of my favorites. But I think Russell shows out. You have Seattle's defense will stomp on Cam if that offensive line doesn't help him. Seattle. All right. We're almost done here with the show. Um, before we get into the college football picks, our big ones, um, we have college football conference championships this year and this week. And some games, teams must win to show out to try and get a chance in a big bowl or the playoffs. Who is the team you think needs to show out this week? Um, well, I'd say every team needs to show out. But I have to say mainly Clemson because uh, Michigan and Ohio State are not competing in the Big Ten championship. So that could actually hurt them, uh, believe it or not. Uh, um, but uh, Clemson, they want to keep their spot in the, uh, in the college football uh, playoff. Um, I'd say that this is their time to shine. If anyone needs a time to shine, it's Washington. They need a big win on Colorado. Losing to USC, but they've dominated other teams. I mean, Colorado is a really good team. Washington needs to win to stay in this college football playoff. And I think they can, but they need to show out like they've never shown out before. Now let's get to the college football picks. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Oh, great week, great week. We're going to start with two of the Friday games. First, the MAC Conference Championship. Undefeated number 17 Western Michigan Broncos take on the Ohio Bobcats. 8-4. and four. Your pick, Will. All right, I'm going to make this uh, nice and uh, quick. I like Western Michigan. Their uh, coach is very smart, and I've seen his work before. I'm going to take the Broncos out of Kalamazoo. I like Western Michigan, too. I mean, when we saw Gardner-Webb play Ohio this year, Ohio was good, but they, they're but using two quarterbacks is never the best situation. I like Greg Windham from Ohio, but I love what I've seen from Western Michigan. Go Western. Next, the Friday night, number eight, Colorado, 10 and 2. Takes on number four, Washington, in the Pac 12 Conference Championship. Will, your pick. Um, uh, I'm going to take what, what you said. Washington does also need to out, uh, need to. Like stand out, uh, and I'd say with Jake Browning, I'd say they'll be able to do just that. Since Jake Browning is a possible finalist for the Heisman, I'm going to go with Washington. I like Washington in this one. I like Colorado. You know, they're the first team 
to start with a losing record and come back the next year to a 10-win season. And this coach has turned this program around. And But Washington, you've got Miles Gasket. You've got wide receiver Ross, who, needs, who is two touchdowns shy of tying the school record or the NCAA record of touchdown catches. Um, Washington with Jake Brown in here. Um, Temple, 9-3, taking on number 25, Navy, 9-2, in the AAC Conference Championship. Your pick, Will. Ooh, this was actually a tough one, but I'm going to go with uh, Navy on this one. I'm going to go with Navy as well. Temple has a strong team, but I like Navy's running game this year. Winner of this game clinches the Big 12 Conference if Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State in Bedlam. Your pick, Will. All right, I like both of these teams mainly because of their quarterbacks. Mason Rudolph of Oklahoma State has uh, well over 2,500 passing yards, but so does Baker Mayfield. But I'm going to go with Oklahoma in an upset. I am going with Oklahoma, too. If Oklahoma wins this game and teams lose, they could go to the college football playoff. You've got Baker Mayfield having a good year. Um, D.D. Westbrook, 14 touchdown catches is amazing. Oklahoma. Next, Baylor on a five-game losing streak. Takes on number 16, West Virginia. This isn't a conference championship game, but it's a good one. Will, your pick. Well, this is going to be a lot of pressure on uh, Baylor. This, this is their chance to possibly get it into a good bowl game, but they're going to have a tough time against Skylar Howard of West Virginia. I'm going to go with the Mountaineers. I am going with the Mountaineers as well. Um, I like what I see from them, West Virginia. Next, the SEC Conference Championship. No other than Alabama is in it this year, taking on a Florida team. Now, Florida has not looked the best this year. Alabama has. Will, your pick. All right. Uh, I like uh, Florida because of their running back, Jordan Scarlett, but I'm going to go with Alabama, mainly because of their uh, freshman quarterback, Jalen Hurts. He's been able to do everything, pass, run, you name it. Yes, um, he's been great this year. Nick Saban is always a good coach. Even when he loses a bunch of guys, he'll bring in the next round and do well. Um, he's going to outcoach Florida tonight. Not tonight, tomorrow. Alabama blows Florida away, in my pick. Next, the ACC Conference Championship. Number three, Clemson, like you said, they need to shine in this moment. For taking on number 25, Virginia Tech. Your pick, Will. Oh, this, this is a, also a, a big game because this puts a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson. Uh, he needs to put on a phenomenal performance uh, should he wants to uh, put his hands on that Heisman Trophy. I'm going to go with Clemson on this one. No, I'm going to go with Clemson, too, I think. It'll be a close one, low scoring in the first half, but Clemson finds a way. Maybe Deshaun Watson can have a six-touchdown passing outing again, like he did against South Carolina last week. Next, Louisiana Tech, 8-4, and four, takes on Western Kentucky, 9-3, for the Conference USA Championship. None of these teams ranked, but it's going to be a good matchup. Will, your pick. Um, uh, both of these teams have worked very hard for this, but uh, I, I say in the end, Western Kentucky wins it. I agree with you. I, I've watched Western Kentucky a couple times. Been so amazed by their performance, Western Kentucky. Next, San Diego State, 9-3, and three, takes on Wyoming, who upset Boise State and San Diego State this season. In the Mountain West Conference Championship, your pick will. Wyoming may have been able to upset San Diego State, but I don't think it's going to happen again. I'm going to go with the Aztecs. I'm going with Wyoming in the upset. I think they can shut down that running back they have of hers. What, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Uh, he's up for Heisman. Yes, uh, I remember. I forgot his name too, but he's, he's up for the Heisman. Yes. yes, and it's so crazy. I studied it last night. Um, But Wyoming in the upset. Next, Kansas State 7-4 and four versus TCU, both in a bowl but needed win to finish out strong. Who wins this one, Will? This, this will be a close game. I'd say this will be low scoring. 
But I'm going to say Kansas State wins this one. I'm going to say Kansas State as well. Finally, America's Game of the Week. Surprisingly, no Ohio State, no Nebraska, no Michigan. Just number six, Wisconsin, taking on number seven, Penn State in the Big Ten Championship. Your pick, Will. All right, so I like Wisconsin mainly because of their running back, Corey Clement. I think he's done had a great season so far. But I'm going to go with the Penn State in an upset Ooh, on this wow. one. I I have to say, it, this was a tough one. Um, yes, Corey Clement from Wisconsin, plus T.J. Watt's brother on the defense of Wisconsin has done well this year. J.J. Watt's brother, his name is T.J. Um, taking on a Penn State offense who has shined so bright like the sun, honestly. Uh, that's the best way to describe it. I am going with Wisconsin in an Ooh, upset. Okay. I think this will be a high-scoring game, but if Wisconsin's quarterback can keep up, they do well. Wisconsin, although I want Penn State to do well. Well, folks, we managed to finish under record time. Um, I am TJ. And I'm Will. And this is Zero, Zero Quarters. Quarters. See you soon.